Hello and welcome again. My name is Craig D'Souza, the CEO of Creative Industry Association. And today I bring you a lovely friend who I've been trying to get on an interview for I can't, I can't remember countless times, but she's so, so busy. So I'd love, love to introduce you to Kim Evans, owner of Emerald Creek Crafts. Kim, hello and welcome. Hello, Craig. I am so excited to finally be here, to be smiling and happy and like charged and ready to go. What a long yeah. stretch that was. <laughs> hey, hey, it's been a, it's been a tough, uh, tough couple of, couple of months for, 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 for everybody. And, and I know that you've been going through your own kind of personal battles as well. And, and I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get to that in, in, the, in the interview. First of all, like I ask everybody, for those that might not know who Kim Evans is and Emerald Creek Crafts, which I can't imagine not many people know, but tell us, um, tell us who you are, what you do. Also, that I'm just going to flip in a, a cheeky question on how you got started and why. Um, all right. So I'm Kim Evans and I am married, have two children. Uh, we had to do IVF for those two children. So I'm older than everyone thinks. I'm 43. Uh, my kids are six or seven and nine now. And I just, I own Emerald Creek in about 2012 is when I switched it from construction and consulting to add a craft component. Um, Emerald Creek Craft Supplies kind of developed from there and became my now primary source of joy for work. I manufacture craft products. Um, I resell stuff. I look for the unique. I try to go for more of the natural. So you'll find that there's gemstones. Uh, my brads are, and charms are all in metals and my papers, leathers, things like that. I try and stick very much to that home natural kind of thing. I, so um, I manufacture some watercolor paints now. That was just like an interesting development that happened with Ann Butler, uh, not ever planning on it. And, and now, I don't know, like, I just, I have my business, I have my family. Luckily, I got advised by some of your favorites, which would be the paper artsy team. Uh, Leandra Mark had said, make sure if you can have your shop on your property when you're starting out. And luckily in 2019, I was able to find a home with a shop on it. So I get to do everything from right here. And that made COVID less of a pain in my butt because I don't have to leave home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, now is it just you doing this? Because you do you have a team? You have a, I'm, I'm assuming you have a team of <laughs> 11 or 12 people. What, what is it? What's the makeup of Emerald Creek Crafts? So the primary is me, obviously. Um, I do a lot of the creation, a lot of the sciencey part behind it. I love science. I love math. I love math more than science. Uh, but somehow I managed to put the two together. I now have recently hired a permanent staff member, Lisa. She's in the shop doing the packaging because... Um, I broke my foot. We'll get into that later. But I, I needed to have a full-time permanent employee because I can't stand and package now. Um, and I have Caitlin. I've had Caitlin for years. Uh, she is my sidekick. 
she also has her own business now. She was going through school, becoming a real estate agent. She used to live close to me. Now she lives back in Duncan, BC, which is a 16 hour trip away from me. But she is still here. She still helps with emails. She still helps with the website. We still plan to travel together. She's just an excellent soul and we don't ever plan to, to really separate. Kind of became my BFF for my my sister, she's 20. We don't want to talk about it. She's younger than me. <laughs> but you think we're sisters <laughs> because she's got that old soul. I have that young vibe of I'm never going to grow up. <laughs> so together we made a perfect pair. Fantastic. And that's it. No. So you've been going since uh, 2012. Um, yeah. So you've, you've seen um, the industry change obviously the last 15 months have been difficult what 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 do you think um has been your biggest challenge over that period from starting to to where you are now so in 2012 i purchased my uncle's parts of my uncle's company i didn't actually purchase his company that would have been a bad investment um but i did purchase parts of his company and and took that through as a hobby because it was going to pay for itself with the job that came with the purchasing of stuff. So it was a very smart, low risk hobby because I was still working in construction and had my consulting company and, and things like that, that I had, that was my plan. That's what I went to school for. Um, in 2015, I met the dearest woman named Carol. I just decided I was going to go to a store and see if they wanted to carry any of the products. And I went into to Carol at Paper Pastimes. She had previously been a customer of my grandpa or my uncle's. I had no idea and showed her what we had. And she kind of gave me that push. So since 2015, I realized it was like a light bulb went on when I met Carol that this doesn't have to be a hobby. Um, crafting and art projects were always a hobby before. And when I met her, I was like, okay, this doesn't have to be a hobby. And I started going to trade shows and I met with Katarina at the Creative Scrapbooker Magazine group when they were still Canadian. Um, we did all of these little trade shows and met some stores. And then I got this bug for 2016. I just happened to see this CHA and it was like this golden ticket. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go places. Did not go places. I met some key players, but I sunk it all. I had no idea that going to a big event, because again, remember this was my hobby. Um, I just kind of fiercely jumped at it. And I went in as trade shows were coming down. So I had this expectation of the golden ticket that everyone talked about and trade shows were doing this. And so every year since then, I see the value in the trade show, but I, I also backed off what my expenses were, where I was going to spend my money, because I knew that this would eventually take a turn and come up and make it so that my, my ticket to trade shows was going to get me connected, but I had to change how I thought about it. And so as I've done that, um, I ran into, uh, I had Nicole, uh, Nicole Wright, if people haven't met her, she talked to me about social media. She had won a Sizzix contest had a great following. I didn't even know what social media was. I had no clue about how to post a picture on Facebook. I had a website. I had the typical things, but I didn't know how to get past that. 
And so Nicole had told me about this. And so we started posting some things and meeting with some great people like Eileen Hall, who I know you guys love. Um, I had kind words just spoken to me in general by Tim Holtz. It was nothing, nothing awe-inspiring, but it was the kindness that gave me the boost to feel like I was a person who could belong in a group of these people. <laughs> and as I did that, I watched the trade shows kind of dip, but I learned that the connections were more important. So as I utilized the, the trade show to kind of twist it, I was able to create the yin and yang. A trade show is my in-person connection. Um, but then I learned social media and how to do these kind of presentations. I, I met Craig, who's been the weirdest, I have to say the weirdest of all of my networking people was Craig because we go right, in I'm, together. I'm not, and sure like, if, I'm, not too, I'm not too sure if I'm comfortable with that, the weirdest. You're, you're, you're going to be comfortable with it because it's, I met him through one avenue and it was like our relationship just kind of went like this and it just turned into this yin and yang where we get to support each other and really see what we're about. And it wasn't going to happen off of our first chance encounter. It was going to come from going to these shows, seeing each other time after time, because you're very, you present so professional when we're at that, that event, because it comes from a different time, a different era of trade show. And I'm such a touchy feely. Everyone can be my best friend. If you're not my best friend, I'm not talking to you and that's okay. Like it, there's just that thing. And so I'm sitting here with this posh tight person and I'm learning that he's actually a little less polished than he's presenting. And I am learning how to become a little more polished as I am presenting. And it, it became just like a really good networking opportunity that allowed me to kind of launch out into the world. I couldn't, I'm now I'm learning how to bring it home because people here don't even know who I am. Like they don't understand the product. I'm in my own little town that I just moved into. They're like, oh my gosh, you do what? And I've lived here for 20 years. You'd think that they would know a little bit more about me, but I focused so outward that I'm realizing that now there's like the social media can connect me right here at home and out there. So yeah, it's been a really fun work of how to turn it into a yin and yang. You have to touch and you have to talk and you have to see people, but you also have to use that social media aspect and show the pretty things. And that's where I struggle because my part of it, usually I'm like covered in dye yeah. all over as I'm making things. So I am not the pretty thing that ever wants to present. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's really interesting you, you say about the yin and the yang, because I think a lot of people and, and especially businesses always just focus on, on one thing all the time and, and, and struggle to maybe merge some of those and understand that actually you do need that yin and yang mindset to, to, to be successful and, and understand and also understand the power of trade shows and what they do. It generally is not always about product or, uh, or, or the latest and greatest product. It's actually just being there and actually conversing with everybody that you see or everybody or, or networking as much as possible. And I think, you know, when we first met, my, my first recollection was always I had to go and see you, meet you because somebody told me about you and I wanted to know more what was going on. And I think the, the, the more that I get to know you, the more that I can understand how I can help you. And I think, and, and, and vice versa. 
And I think that's always good. It's always to keep those conversations going because you just never know what, what, what could happen and transpire and, what, and the conversations that we had. But it is very, very interesting. So what's, what's new with you uh, and, and Emerald Creek? What new products are coming out? When do they come out? When do you launch? How can people view them and see them? Um, our first new things are the watercolor paint. So we've just, uh, we've done a set of shimmer heat set watercolor. It is a technique. It is not something where you just get it, you paint it watercolor, heat it, and it works. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is great. All I've had is people saying, I don't understand how it works. As I've taught them, and the purpose behind them for Anne was the when you watercolor with something, sometimes you want to go over and add another color, but you don't want it to alter. So if you're going over, let's say, a green with a bit of yellow because you want a sun, you want to be able to not have that yellow and green turn into a different color. And so that's where the heat setting kind of came about. She wanted these shimmery ones that could do this. And so we've learned how to set it so you can dry it, quickly cool it, then reheat it. Once it's hot and cooled again, you can go over top with this other color and you don't get the mud. So if you're going black, white over black, so we have a really nice white shimmer called Moonstone. If you want to put it over the black shimmer to create something else, you can do that and you end up with a really nice gray, not a new mud, mud gray. Um, so it just adds those elements over top of things. Oh, well, and when are they available? Uh, they are available now. We are launching the gold copper and silver one. Those will be coming out April 1st. Uh, that's when we're launching those ones, but we have eight colors right now in the queue that are already for sale. Then we have infused, which are the other watercolors. And these are an aroma. So it was inspired by 2020 and the stress of everything going on. Um, it's just a, you don't mix a couple of them and I'll tell you which ones you don't mix, but they're standard watercolors. However, they have a bit of a fragrance to them. So when you're painting something, you can add a hint of a rose. If you're doing a rose for Mother's Day coming up, um, you can add a hint of coffee if you're doing the coffee cups. Um, so there's that. But I'll just tell you, as I was sampling them to everybody in a video, I had used blueberry and coffee thinking that blue and brown were a pretty color for my Easter project, blue sky, brown bunny, not a good fragrant combination. So our next set of paints that we will launch after the infused are finished being done is a set for Pam. They're also gonna come out in the fall and you're gonna be really shocked with what I can do with paint again um, to give them a multi-tonal factor that you're not gonna expect. But then hers are going to come out so you can have the brown without having the coffee smell. So if you're using the blueberry, you don't have that competing thing. Um, so that is the other new, new thing. And our next newest one is chrome embossing powder. You heard it, right? Wow. There are multi-tonal embossing powders. So the light will change its color and they are coming out for Redus. Wow. And when are, that, when are those out? Uh, those are going to be coming out April 1st again. I've just finished making up her first set of swatches. I just need her to see them in person and name them. Wow. So I've got so, them ready to go. <laughs> I just need labels. 
And 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 this will this be a global rollout of, of, of product? Always. I think about everybody from the moment it starts. I want it to be able to be attainable for everybody. So when you order, we usually try and do um, a pre-order. So the last week of March, we'll have our pre-order for any of our stores. If you're not on our mailing list, get on our mailing list. Um, then you will get that notification and can pre-order. Because so we try and get it out to the stores. And then I will live announce once the, all the packages to stores have been mailed. Then I live announce to everybody else. But I'll have wet their whistle being like, ooh, check out this. You won't know what's coming. You won't know what's coming. And that way, when you're selling and I'm selling, no one's competing against each other. You can get your, your local people to get from your store and have that edge. Fantastic. So top tip for anybody that's watching, all the links uh, to Emerald Creek Crafts are at the, uh, in the comments below or at the end of the slide. Get yourself signed up so you can have a look at these fantastic new launches and, 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 and start with these amazing products, which is, which is fantastic. Um, so, so, so that, those are phenomenal products uh, that you're launching. How often do you launch new products now? What's your time line for, for, for the year? Is it just as a man or, or are they planned in now? So I've pretty well locked in my whole year with the majority of them coming out between now and June. Um, our Christmas ar aromas, the infused holiday ones, will come out in June. Um, that way you have time to get them in shop. And we can start using them by September to get all the people buying them and getting them out of your store. I'm very conscious, so conscious about how fast I bring it in to how fast our stores need to be able to sell it. Every time I go into a store, I almost have an anxiety attack thinking about all the product that's sitting there and all the money that hasn't moved. And so for me, it's very important that I am presenting you and helping you get there. If you have product of mine that is sitting on a shelf, you just have to let me know because I can definitely help promote the crap out of something so that you're not sitting on wasted money. Cause I don't like that feeling. And I know no one else does, especially now while everyone's that's, tight and watching it. That's, I mean, that's an amazing service <laughs> and, and I'm sure you're going to get uh, uh, people contacting you to, 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 to try and help, which is, which is phenomenal. Um, so obviously, uh, You've been in the industry now for a, little, for a little while. I know that you sit on various different committees for, for other people and stuff like that. Um, what, what, do you have any, any tips, any bits of advice? Anybody that, people that want to be Kim Evans, what, what, what's going to be your, your kind of top tip for, for, for people that might want to, to be you? Uh, don't be afraid. The, first, the very first thing is do not be afraid. I made every choice out of fearless um, and kind of reckless lack of knowledge, which worked to my benefit. So if you really want it, just don't be afraid. Partner up. You just need to find a mentor. I could have saved myself so much money had someone been there to tell me, don't sign up for this website. Don't structure yourself that way. I have redone things so many times, and that is my biggest hate in life is replicating something because I didn't know and I have to start fresh and rebuild to get to that next level. So find people who are willing to talk about it. I clearly am one of those people who will talk to you about it. Um, 
just don't be afraid. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to have an epic flop. I have failed as many times as I have succeeded. Actually, I've probably failed more times than I have succeeded in Emerald Creek. Um, I have product people don't even know existed because I made it back in 2015 when I was going to be this rock star and came out at about like this rock star. Um, and now I'm learning to resell it and repromote it because people have no idea that it's there. And I'm thinking, I don't need to make something new. I still am new. After these many, this many years, I'm still new. There's still so much new. Oh, there's still, yeah, everybody's new. Every day is a learning day and, every, and, and you know, you should always be learning. And I also think, um, to your point, um, and to anybody who's watching, is, it, as you said, it's okay to fail, but understand that you're failing forward. And what I mean by that is that you fail, but you learn from it, you move on. It's a failure, forget about it. Because the only person, people that will know, if you're doing the association, if you have a business mentor, if you talk to me or talk to somebody, the only people that will know that you failed will, you, will be yourself, them or me. And that's fine. And we're not going to tell, you, to tell anyone about that. But that is fine to fail. And I think I, I try to encourage more and more people to, to fail only because they know what failure is then. And then they can fail forward and go, right, actually, we move on. The biggest, the most successful people in the world fail virtually every day. And like you said, you, you know, you, you fail more often than not. But people don't know that. People don't understand that. They just assume every everything you touch turns to gold. Everything you touch turns to sparkly glitter. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. So, it really so, doesn't. And I so think got, too. Sorry. Yeah, um, no, I just okay. want to expand on that. That. Um, when you're having a fail and you're failing forward, as Craig said, it's important to understand every time, no matter what the obstacle is, whether it's COVID or whether it's um, people gave you negative feedback on a product um, or on your design or on your drawing. I, I have learned that I am smaller than a speck of dirt in the sea of creative minds out there. And so my failing also is not being influenced to that many people, yes, I say yes, yes you know, yeah, yeah. still hoping, but it takes off that pressure, that enormous pressure that your 10 people are the whole world when you stop thinking of that and look at yourself super small in the sea of creative product because then you don't feel so bad. Other people have failed. There are some, there are glues that I have bought that I will never buy again. It's okay. They still tried. They put it out there. Somebody else might have liked it, but I certainly didn't. And that's okay. And when you start adapting that personality um, to allow imperfection to be your growth, you're going to go somewhere. Yeah, I, I could not uh, I agree with you more. I think that's, that's phenomenal, phenomenal advice and so right as well, especially in these um, kind, of, kind of times. So... I've got two more questions for you. One of them is, one of them is, tell the audience something about you that they don't know. And this has to be a specific thing that we've already mentioned a couple of times already. Okay. So um, 2020 <laughs> handed out more ah than any, any one person should go. And I, I honestly believe if you want to have a private conversation about it, I will be very open as to exactly what hurdles I came off of. But 
to top off a whole year of insanity on December 20th. I was building an ice rink for my children. Uh, I wanted them to have a COVID activity. We love skating. And I didn't even get the friggin' ice on. I slipped on the tarp, broke my ankle, um, and just got my boot off t yesterday, which was March 8th. Uh, so that last night, I was able to take the boot off, switch to an ankle brace, put on a shoe, and, and start. Now I'm back to hobbling and needing a crutch, but I'm like on two feet, which is phenomenally forward success. So yeah, thank you. Thank you, 2020, and all that you wanted to hand out because I, I didn't need, but I did. And here's going to be the other tip. So after breaking my ankle, I'm going to let you know how you can turn an epic fail into something successful. I broke my ankle. I have been couch bound. I spent seven weeks with my foot elevated. Um, it was a weird break. If they touched it, they would have made it worse and it would have been surgery. So they're like, can you sit still for seven weeks? If you know me, you know I can't. I lied. I said yes. I'm like, of course I can. Anything to avoid surgery. This will be a cakewalk. This was not a cakewalk. But it allowed me to dive into my business from the computer end of it. So I've learned more about sales. I've learned more about marketing. I've got all my stuff. I'm on my final weeks of taxes. I will have my 2020 taxes filed next month, which is about six months ahead of a good schedule. And like three years ahead of a bad one. So um, I was able to turn it into something positive. And then I also got out of my business. And that was a phenomenal thing. Wow. I was so long as Craig asked at the beginning about who works with me. Is it 13 people? It was just me and Caitlin. And so it was just me doing all of the packaging, all of the bookkeeping, all of the stuff. And I, I would have continued to fail had this injury not happened. So as you're stressed about what is going wrong and how the world is against you, these are all the same thoughts I had, take a deep breath and think, how can you take control of it and make it something that's good? And what can you learn from it? You're gonna go so far. So there you go, broke my foot. I think, I think that's yes, that's something that we don't, don't know, break your foot. And, but it was good, I mean, and I hope you don't mind me saying um, that obviously we've had some very, hard conversations and, and, and very, can we say, emotional conversations over, over the last couple of months. But it, we did. But not that I ever wanted you to break your, break your foot, God damn it. Uh, but, and in a comical way, trying to, trying to build an ice cream without no ice. Hey, who knew? Um, right. But actually, but actually it, it, I'm so pleased because it gave you, the, like I'd say to everybody, it gave you the time to just stop and look at your business from the outside in, similar to how I do. And then all of a sudden things started to, to, to just connect. So I know it, it's, it's, and your business hasn't stopped in any way, shape or form, which is great. Um, you've not had to do that, which I think, you know, when, when we spoke, that was the fear, wasn't it? It was, well, if, if I stop and do this, then my business stops. But mm. actually it, it, it doesn't, but that's a very big thing to do. So congratulations to you on, on, on doing all those sorts of things. And I am so pleased you, you, you put out now and uh, you're able to walk around, which also petrified me because I know how unstoppable you are. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be other things you're going to be getting up to and doing over the next uh, couple of weeks once, uh, once it gets stronger. So 
my last and final question is is something I'm asking everybody. I know it is March the 9th as we talked today, so we're coming into the year now. Um, but I'm asking everybody about words of intent, what they're going to kind of hang their hat on uh, for the rest of this year. And it's going to be an interesting year. Um, I want people to kind of think about these, these words. So as people know, if you've been watching, my words are challenge. I'm going to challenge myself to be a better person, better father, make sure my association that I'm running is, is, is better. I'm going to challenge to make sure that it works. Um, I'm also going to, my, my other word is inspire. I want to make sure that I'm always inspiring people and businesses to be better, to be the best that they can be. Um, so those are my two words. Kim, over to you. What, what's going to be your words of intent uh, for this year? Uh, for 2021, it is definitely compassion and foundation. And it, they're two very interesting. As soon as Craig asked me these questions, I knew where I was going with them. Um, compassion. Everyone has gone through so much. I am watching what is now the fallout from the survival of just trying to make it through 2020. There's more pain coming out of people now who made it through 2020 and thought this was going to be amazing. And they're the last of their ah, last of their foot, broken foot is happening right now. So compassion for everybody, for humanity, um, my customers, my competitors. I want everybody to be successful this year, um, to feel that they're not alone. And the reason the second word is foundation is my goal in 2019, uh, December 2019, new year, we're going to have a different take. I, I did all I needed to in 2019. 2020 was going to be debt-free. That was my goal, was to have a debt-free company, a debt-free home. And 2020 happened, and I, I didn't give up on it, but it never fully came to fruition. We are over halfway, but I need that solid foundation because I realized for all the times I needed somebody to step up and help me and they weren't there and I'm not someone who can ever quit. I want to become that, um, that person, that excitement, that donor that can help people go from where they are to where they, they want to be. And the only way I can do that is if I achieve my firm foundation. So I'm working on that in my business so that I can become more like a philanthropist, someone who can help inspire um, create grants and things like that. So that's become my new, my new goal, having struggled and get gotten out of my business to see what people are going through. Oh, fantastic. So almost, I mean, compassion, mm. I think is, 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 is a fantastic word. Um, I do believe that, that these last 350 odd days, whatever it might be, have actually changed people, human beings to be more forgiving, to be more caring, to be more considerate, of one another, um, which I find very nice. I, I think that's, that, that, that's fantastic. And obviously we all want to try to exude that. We've all been, we all have our own personal battles to fight, whatever that may be, whether that's business, personal, um, not just personal, directly personal, but, but even friends and family that you know. So they, they, these are all battles that we're fighting. So totally agree with that one. Foundation, I think is a phenomenal uh, uh, word. I think everybody needs to, to look at this and have a strong foundation because without a strong foundation, you can never launch yourself off to do other things. Um, and that could be your strong foundation 
doesn't actually have to be a monetary thing. It can actually just be making sure that you've got a strong foundation of friends or advisors or like you said, Tim, a business, a mentor or somebody that you can, that's always got your back because that's a very, very important to, to, to have that. And it seems like you're on your way. And I absolutely love the, the, the kind of philanthropy that you're talking about, which, you know, I know a lot of other people within in this industry that have achieved their kind of goals and got them to where they want to go. And now they, they want to now give back. They now want to go, well, actually, this is what we can do and we can help you with. So obviously, I am sure we're going to hear more about that um, in, in the in next year, hopefully, once you once you've reached your goals. Um, but Kim, I, you know, we've come to the end of the, the this quick interview. Um, we are definitely going to catch up again with you um, in the middle of the uh, well later on in the year to find out how things are going and and to hopefully not hear that you've broken any more bones. Um, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm so pleased that we got. Finally, I was able to get you uh, on, on an interview. I know that you are amazingly busy. Um, uh, I thank you so much for, for being here. And um, is, do you have any last words for anyone? Um, for those who may be wondering about the Creative Industry Association and the sincerity of Craig himself, I'm going to tell you that in my own associations, I didn't know who to talk to because I needed the secret kept of what just happened. Um, the severity of, of what my new hurdle was going to be about not being able to be an exhibitor, not being able to have the money, because all of a sudden I was not able to walk. I was not able to do all my own job. Um, and of all the people from all the years, the person I felt the most comfortable gleaning the information from and looking to for advice was Craig at two in the morning, I think it was. I was just, I couldn't sleep. I didn't know what to do. I was devastated. My whole world was going to crash down if I wasn't seen or heard. And he is sincere. He is passionate about this. He is an ingenious man when it comes to linking people together, um, helping us find ways. He is worth the investment. He is worth the time for sure. So um, for those who may doubt it or not know or not understand definitely join in especially in the european division join the creative industry association those of us who are makers will come across the different associations we will come find you but you need to find a good anchor and he is definitely that great anchor i think that's i'm lost for words and you little minx, you didn't tell me you was going to say that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm very proud to you. No, that was, that's very, very kind, Kim, and, and, and I thank you for that. That is absolutely not scripted whatsoever. That's brilliant. Um, but Kim, again, I'm going to thank you, say thank you so much uh, for this and your kind words and for the interview. And obviously, for those that are watching, don't forget to sign up to Kim. Yeah, yeah, get involved. All the links are at the bottom if you want this to have a sneak peek of the latest and greatest products. Some of them are fantastic, as we've said before in this interview. Click the links in the bottom, sign up, um, and Kim's there to help you. But for now, we say thank you very much. And Kim, again, thank you for coming in here today. Thanks so much, Craig. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.